0: our problem you're abe Froman. that's right i'm abe Froman, the sausage king of chicago yeah that's me hey
1: everybody <laughs> <laughs> he's ferris she's Sloane. i'm cameron no wait that ain't it he's mr rooney she's genie i'm the economics professor that keeps saying bueller bueller ferris may take a day off but vikers report through Ted does it Drewster, how are
0: you? Life moves pretty fast.
1: You're crazy!
0: If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Bueller? 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 Bueller?
2: Ted Glover, we're back here for episode seventy-seven. We are. What's going on? Seventy-seven. Not much, man. How you doing? We're five and one. Had the bye week. That was probably my favorite bye week in Viking history. I was so happy I was watching football last weekend.
1: Other than the Vikings winning on Sundays, it couldn't have gone much better. Oh, the Vikings! Detroit
2: lost that gem of a game in DC, <laughs> Ted.
1: <laughs> Commanders taking care of that team from Wisconsin. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost to the Carolina Panthers. Dude. Like, Tom Brady left Giselle Bündchen to lose to a USFL quarterback.
0: <laughs> a man with priorities so far out of whack doesn't deserve such a fine automobile.
1: <laughs> you know, there there have been a lot of bad decisions and a lot of marriages over the years. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that's not a good one. I
2: immediately regret this decision i watched a little of that game he looks a lot different he may have hit the cliff it's a weird season hasn't it been very weird
1: yeah very weird
2: and now guys are dropping right and left There's like four season-ending injuries last sunday
0: he doesn't have a fever but he says his stomach hurts and he's seeing spots
1: yeah yeah and uh speaking weird ruby how you doing bite the big one jr
0: Toontsis was in Egypt's land <laughs> Let my tunces go. go When Cameron was in Egypt's land Let my Cameron go <laughs>
1: She'll keep calling And she'll keep calling And she'll keep calling And I'll have to go over She'll
2: ah! keep calling me He'll keep calling me until I come over. He'll make me feel guilty. This, this is ridiculous, okay? I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go with, I'll go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> great movie, great movie. Oh,
1: what a fantastic movie. Look, we got a great show lineup for you guys tonight. As you could tell, I'm not in, in my normal studio. I'm out in the Pacific Northwest visiting my daughter. Mrs. PB, my wife, has graciously just kind of left for a little bit so I could get this knocked out. She's pretty cool about stuff like that. So we got a great show going on tonight. We got Nobody Cares About Your Fantasy Team. We got some Vikings news. We got our Super Toad Challenge. We got our preview with the Arizona Cardinals coming up. Before we get going, though, we got to mention a couple things. If you're just new to the show, like, subscribe. Hope you enjoy what you see. We're pretty happy with the content we put out. Make sure you go over to PurplePainForms.com. Purple Forms is the official website or message board for vikings report drew and ted we are the official podcast for purple pain forums a lot of great stuff over there they got a whole bunch of original content by great writers they got weekly depth chart previews they got our pick six contest so head on over to purple pain forums when you get a chance sign up start interacting it's a great community none of the toxic crap you have to deal with 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 social media and if you're going to make a comment you better be prepared to defend your (laughs) position because there's some smart folks over there
2: gentlemen Prepare to defend yourselves.
1: From there, guys, to head on over to our website, vikingsreport.com. You we got all our social media links for, for me and for the show and for our Facebook page and everything else. You've got weekly entries for our Nobody Cares About Your Fantasy Team contest. You can make your entries there, or you can make them down in the comment section below here. You can make your entries for the Super Toe Challenge, our weekly Super Toe Challenge there as well. Got our Zazzle. Got a link to our Patreon account linked to a whole bunch of stuff. So vikingsreport.com, because from there you can go to the prize vault and you can see what prizes you may be able to win. We give away a bunch of cool prizes, don't we? We just got two more new jerseys for the prize vault. Who is it? You were two instances that just acquired the Fawad Reves jersey. Yes! Fawad Reveille's. You're not going to find a Fawad Reveille's jersey on the rack at Target. You can only find it at places like the Vikings Report prize vault. That is the ultimate find.
0: Do you really have to ask who got it? It's understanding that makes it possible for people like us to tolerate a person
2: like yourself.
0: Thank
1: you. I, I'm, I'm sorry.
2: No, we don't. <laughs> we don't. You know what? She sent me a picture of it. She goes, should, should I purchase this jersey? And I, my eyes lit up and she's probably thinking, I've never seen somebody get so excited for a kicker. And I said, Favre Gervais was a huge fan favorite. Everybody loved that
1: guy. Yeah. How could you not love Fawad? Fawad. The, Fawad. the name just rolls off the tongue. Fod rolls off the tongue just like Ferris Kennedy Kennedy
2: Kennedy 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 so Let me add something to the fantasy football contest. yeah, people might think we're up to week eight, right mm-hmm. I'm not going to join I'm not going to get into it because I'm already behind you're not behind the leader of that thing I looked at our website last week only has three wins, yeah so if you joined right now and got on a roll, you'd win it. So I don't want people to think since you're at week eight, it's too late to join.
1: It's not too late. Nobody runs away with this thing. No, get in there because three wins is not a lot to make up. Right. And we also have the Drewster's Millions. And from there, we've got trivia as well. But before we do any of that stuff, Drew, what time is it? Ted,
2: I'm cooler than you are. So why don't
1: you fix your little problem and light this candle. He's right. In in my weakened condition, <laughs> light this candle. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. Yes, resume the countdown.
1: All right, I'm cooler than you are. Why don't you fix your little problems and light this candle? He's right. Let's light this candle. He surely is. Light the candle. Yes. Resume the countdown. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Let's go. I had a big
2: crush on Sloan, first to admit it.
1: Yeah? Well, who didn't, to be
2: honest? Bueller.
1: Bueller. <laughs> Bueller. You know, you could probably apply that today. So the Vikings are gathering back in Egan after their bye week. They're doing roll call. Hunter. Smith. Udo. Udo. Has anybody seen Ole Udo? Udo. Udo. <laughs> Tell us about Oli Udo, Ted. What's he been up to? Well, apparently he had, a, he had a fun time up until, I bet it was after midnight. My old man said, nothing good <laughs> Nothing good happens after midnight.
0: Hey, what is with you guys? How about shutting up for a change, okay? Well, it's not 12 o'clock yet.
1: And if you were to look at the arrest record, I bet it was after midnight. Oli Udo was down in Miami, went to a nightclub. Mm-hmm and got arrested now the story we saw was that he followed a woman into the bathroom and would not let her leave so for the first time in this man's professional life he makes a good block (laughs) but it's on a woman at a nightclub bathroom in miami come on udo (laughs) finally makes a good block man that's a distraction you just don't need to have at five and one going into the buy, dude what do these guys think about ted what is wrong with some of these guys what are you an idiot sandwich they get drunk they don't think they get sipping on the gin and juice and all that garbage I, i'll tell you man i just never understood a guy having everything in his hands got everything going for him i mean you're a professional athlete you're making a lot of money and you do something stupid I, quick story when i was in flight school this kid went down to Panama City, we, you know, flight school is in lower Alabama. Panama City, Florida is like maybe an hour, a little over an hour away. Got into some trouble, got a DUI. They made this kid get up in front of, what, 500 war officer candidates and say, yeah, I got a, I got a DUI over the weekend and I'm going to get kicked out of the program. I mean, like, talk about a morale booster for a Monday morning. I gotta get out of here. I think I'm gonna lose it. Uh-oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the mundus. I guess sometimes you just get
2: caught up in the moment.
1: It's just bad, man.
2: Bad. And, you know, your life can go from this... to this. Pretty fast, Ted. Here's the Udo mug. This
1: is just a... To- one minute you're Ferris, the next minute you're the Charlie Sheen dude sitting in the police station.
0: All right. You want to know what's wrong? I know what's wrong. just want to hear you say it. Hello?
2: Listen, Frank, I'm in the middle of cutting the show. I do time to talk to you now, Frank. <laughs> talk to me. Li- I don't know. Talk to me later. Okay. Okay, that's Frank Reich. <laughs> let to know if I have any openings in the eBay store. Who
0: must-
2: <laughs> <laughs> was getting your advice on quarterbacks? Matt Ryan, gone for the year. Yeah, I heard, and oh, I'm all broken up. Boy, what a blow.
1: Has there been a guy that has like kind of like hosed over a franchise more than Andrew Luck in like the last 10 or 15 years by retiring when he did? Like, Serious question. We gripe about the Packers going from, from Brett Favre Aaron Rodgers, they were rolling from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck, who was on par to be the next great quarterback in this league. They were on their way to getting the O-line fixed, and they were getting some good weapons on offense.
2: They were just about to blow up. Yeah. You want to hear a weird stat?
1: Yes, I want to hear a very weird stat.
2: Daniel Jones has 14 more rushing yards to quarterback for the Giants than Najee Harris does for Pittsburgh. Are you kidding me? I'm not. That's a...
1: You know why that irritates me? rb1 for me yeah Najee harris <laughs> terrible i'm like two and five nobody cares about my fantasy team nobody cares about your fantasy team. and for those of you watching i don't care about any of your fantasy teams either have the vikings ever had a stranglehold on the nfc north
2: before halloween like they do right now maybe in the 70s when we were 5-0 and every year
1: 98 maybe 09 but back then you know, Green Bay was really good in both those seasons. So it wasn't like they were running away from the field when they won those division titles. 2017, Vikings, they've got a hammer lock on this division. Smitty, this NFL season has
2: been so crazy. It sounds like the kind of crazy season where the Vikings could end up in Glendale.
0: We'll take it up, baby,
2: like at this point the most consistent thing in the nfl
1: well I, I would say philadelphia philadelphia and the vikings all right so we wrap it up with Ole udo what do you think the future holds for young mr udo
0: what do you think ferris is gonna do
1: it's gonna be a fry cook at cooking at denny's <laughs> i don't think they're gonna cut him this year he's their backup guard he's probably our top reserve but what's the rest of the team think if he gets a pass on that if you cut him you go with brandle as your primary backup and activate Vidarian Lowe. And then, I don't know, man. Go get some guy off the free agent strap heap. I don't think they're going to cut him this year. He's not great, but he's he can play guard and tackle. Brandle's just a tackle. Vidarian Lowe's just a tackle. At least he's not a starter. He could be looking at a suspension now, too, with, you know, personal conduct policy and all that. Either way, Ali Udo isn't going to make or break this season. He's not, and it's it just disappointing because there were, you know, after so many Years of non off the field drama, the Vikings, you know, it it comes back and finally bites them in the off week. So, come on, dope. Go to the Raiders if you want to act like that. Go play for the Raiders. (laughs) They accept
2: all that stuff.
1: All right. So, that's it from Vikings news. Our next segment up is hashtag Nobody Cares About Your Fantasy Team. So, Ruby, why don't you go ahead and roll the clip for hashtag Nobody Cares About Your Fantasy Team? And then she will post. The team's up on the screen. (music) Rules for hashtag nobody cares about your fantasy team are pretty simple. Drew, Ruby, and I each week are going to pick one quarterback, one running back, two wide receivers, and one tight end. Once we pick them, they're done for the year. We can only pick those players one single time. We will not be allowed to pick any of the Thursday night game players at all and we're using our standard PPR scoring format. So you look at our fantasy teams and you tell us in the comments below or on our website, vikingsreport.com. Ruby will have a section on the website each week for our fantasy team segment and you can put your entry there. If you win, you get two pretty cool prizes. sir, what are those two cool prizes? A vintage, vintage John Randall jersey and a Vikings plaque. Two really cool prizes. So again, look at our fantasy teams and the comments below on this show. Put in who you think, Team Toonsis, Team Ted, Team Drew, either here or go over to VikingsReport.com. You put your entries in there. No, no, no. No, it's...
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh my God, you're killing me, man. There is your hashtag. Nobody cares about your fantasy team. Picks for the week. Again, go to vikingsreport.com. Put the entries there. There's, Ruby has set up an entry for each contest. Or you can put your comments in the, uh, in the comments down below here on our YouTube. And it's still wide open.
2: That's what she said.
1: We're almost halfway into the season and anybody can win this. So the next contest up is our Super Toe Challenge. Ruby, why don't you tell... The good folks, how the Super Toe Challenge works. This is separate from our hashtag Nobody Cares Much fantasy team segment. Just pick a kicker. The one you think is going to score the most points between the kicker, Ruby, Drew, and I pick. And you get that many points. And the person that has the most points at the end of the season wins. And you get points whether you finish first, second, or third. If my kicker gets 20 points, Drew's get 15, and Ruby's get 10, you get that amount of points every week. Some weeks you'll be in third, some weeks you'll win. But whoever has the most points at the end of the season wins the Super Toe Challenge contest. And we got a couple of cool prizes for the Super Toe Challenge contest as well, Drew. What are they? We got a set of vintage Fred Cox football cards. Cause Freddie's the greatest kicker we ever had, and the leather Vikings football. So for this, it's again pretty simple. In the comments below, just pick a kicker between the one Drew, Ruby, and I pick, or. On our vikingsreport.com website, you'll have a section there for the Super Toe Challenge entries every week. And if you have the most points at the end of the season, you're our Super Toe Challenge winner. Now, now! do What did I do wrong?
2: That's the one we just did. You have The first one. <laughs> the first one you sang.
1: Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Is there anybody dumber on a podcast than us? No, no, there's absolutely nobody dumber than us. Nobody. If there was like a dumb award, they would retire it because we would win it every week. George Hamilton here. A family member dies and you insult me. What the hell is the matter with you anyway? Okay, so that's our Super Toe Challenge. Again, just like the uh, hashtag nobody cares about your fantasy team segment, make your entry over at vikingsreport.com under the Supertoe Challenge section, or you can make your entry right down below here in the comment section. Drew? I believe our buddy, Bob Farnsworth, is off vacation. Oh! Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think he's back in Minnesota. Yeah, let's see if we can't get him going here. Hang on. Hello, everybody. Robert W. Farnsworth here. This week, our first-place boys in purple and gold return home to U.S. Bank Stadium in front of sixty. Some thousand loyal, screaming denizens to face Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray, and his Call of Duty, despicable Arizona Cardinals! Will the Vikings continue to roll, or will they get rolled? We'll find out. Thanks, Robert. Uh, Hope to see you Sunday in Minnesota. Like he said this week, the Vikings at home, first place in the NFC North at 501, host the Arizona Cardinals at 3-4. Vikings had a bye last week. The Cardinals have had kind of a mini-bye. They played the New Orleans Saints.
2: That was a weird game.
1: That was, that was a very
2: weird game. Yeah. They had
1: two pick sixes. They did, like, right before halftime. Yeah, that was yeah, cool.
2: with Andy Dalton.
1: Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. Mm. Why do these people stay in the league? I mean, y- you and I stink, and we don't get paid nearly as well as they do. I'd rather have the secretary
2: from Ferris Bueller. Remember the principal secretary, Edie? <laughs> Edie? What was your name? He's a cool
1: dude, Ed. all right so we got weekly preview ruby's going to put that up it's our tribute to the old nfl today show with brent musburger and jimmy the greek center and so we're just going to go down all these categories and just kind of give you an idea who who we think the better team is coming into this week as always we start off with quarterback and then we end with my favorite category intangibles because what are intangibles that's stuff you can't see (laughs) Stuff you can't see, son. You know what this season reminds me of? What's that, Ted Glover? Like, the Vikings are Ferris Bueller. And ESAT Nation, and ESAT Nation is everything sucks all the time, crowd. Nobody thinks the Vikings are ever good. ESAT Nation is Mr. Rooney. And they're trying to convince (laughs) or catch Ferris and say, you know what? Gotcha. You really do stink. And I don't want Mr. Rooney to hop into the kitchen and go, gotcha. I I don't want that to happen. So I want the Vikings to come back home with the week off and handle what I still think, even though the record is is uneven and they've played very uneven, I still think it's a pretty good football team. I'd like them to come out and kind of take care of business against the Cardinals. But that's just me.
2: It's going to be a, a big test. I think they're better than Miami. If you give up 458 yards and you have 10 three and outs on offense, you're probably not going to win. So they're going to have to clean that up. But I think that probably a lot got right on the bye. I like the fact that they got rest. So let's get into this a little bit.
1: All righty. so one of the keys to beating Arizona would be the quarterback, Kyler Murray. You know, Kyler Murray, he's kind of had an up and down year. Murray's season has sort of gone the way of the rest of the Cardinals. I mean, he's got a little bit lower completion percentage than Kirk. He's got a, 100 more yards passing, but he's played one more game, less touchdowns, one less interception. The thing with Kyler Murray for me is he can just absolutely kill you with his feet like he did last year against the Vikings in Arizona. If the Vikings can figure out a way to kind of neutralize him or minimize him to an extent, then yeah, I like Kirk. I like Kirk in this game, but Murray's athleticism out of the pocket is the wild card for this. I'm going to give it to Kirk. Everything you just said is very, very accurate. And yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even need a PowerPoint to figure it out.
2: So I appreciate no. you going the extra mile for me. All I right. too am going to go with the check mark with Kirk Cousins for everything you just said. Their numbers are similar. Both mm-hmm. are around 65% completion. Maybe Murray's a slight hair under that, but both quarterbacks have thrown too many interceptions. So yeah. here's what I based my check mark on I think this game's going to be close. And when it comes down to it, I trust Kirk Cousins more than Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray has a tendency to make a big mistake more than Kirk Cousins, and that's why I gave him the check mark.
1: Now, let me ask you this question. Was there ever a day coming where you thought to yourself, or you thought you would say, I trust <laughs> Kirk Cousins over quarterback X more? No. Hon- honest question. Honest question. No. When I wrote it in my notes, I thought the same thing. What am I saying? <laughs> but I, but I, I
2: actually do. I do, because I think part of Murray's problem, super athletic, super quarterback, mobile playmaker all that stuff part of it is he lets his
1: emotion hurt his game it does yeah did you see him john at cliff kingsbury on the sideline see and that's that's one of my intentions we get to coaching cliff kingsbury first name k last name k clint kubiak first name k don't trust coaches with k's as their first and last name no no they're done
2: there's no none absolutely not that's a big red flag
1: run the other way (laughs) We're getting ahead of ourselves, though. Let's move down to the running game. Why don't you go ahead and take this one first?
2: The Cardinals have rushed for 266 more yards than the Vikings, but that's the Murray factor. Yes. Did you know Eno Benjamin is their leading rusher at Arizona, Ted, with 265 yards? Yeah, James Conner's been hurt, though, hadn't he? He has been, he has been hurt. Eno Benjamin has 265, and Kyler Murray is only two yards behind him at 263. Yeah, So he's the second leading rusher. That's why the numbers, the rushing numbers are skewed between teams. With Murray's mobility, and I think James Conner may be coming back, and Arizona having the sixth best rushing defense in the NFL, I gave my checkmark to Arizona.
1: I'm going to give mine to Arizona as well because you you cannot discount Kyler Murray as a runner. Where I think, you know, Kirk might be a a more clutch guy. When you add the, the running component of Kyler Murray, that's something that can't be discounted. Although... Let me ask you this. I believe Call of Duty Modern Warfare is now out, is it not? (laughs) This record plummets after Call of Duty comes out. I mean, Call of Duty Modern Warfare comes out, and apparently Kyler Murray (laughs) gets on his computer for like three straight days and just doesn't quit playing. I guess he wants to be a war hero or something. You remember when all that happened? He didn't study
2: enough and they made some rule that he had to study or all that. Remember that when it happened a couple months ago? And then they took it off. Then they took provision out of his contract out. Yeah. I think that's why Murray doesn't like Kingsbury anymore. John Adam, he's bad at. It. I think that has something to do. That's stuck in his head because they humiliated him. Tyler Murray looks more stressed this year than he has in 80 years. He's quarterbacked the Cardinals. He does. Yeah.
1: Well, I think there's a lot of pressure on them because they went to the playoffs last year and everybody expected them to, to just be a lot better than they've been. When they've lost, they've lost ugly. I mean, they've not looked good. They looked out of sync. So I, I don't know. But yeah, for the running game, I think Dalvin Cook's the best running back between the two teams. But overall, their running game, I'm going to give that, I'm give that to, to Arizona as well.
2: You know, Kyler Murray's record before Call of Duty comes out every year is way better than after.
1: He, he wins, like, 75% of his games before and, like, 25% after. But maybe he gets the Medal of Honor or whatever achievement you can get there in Call of Duty. I don't know. Do you think he uses a booster chair when he plays? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, one of those brown booster chairs like they have at Denny's? You think he sits on one of those?
0: Hey, guys, I'm right here! I'm <laughs> guys! Guys, I'm
1: right here! Receiving game. So DeAndre Hopkins missed the first six games for suspension. He was suspended for what, performance enhancing, doing steroids or something, whatever. Said he didn't do it. I must have mistakenly taken something. Anyway, so DeAndre Hopkins returned last week. He was targeted 14 times, had 10 catches for 103 yards. I think that made a big difference for Arizona's offense. Going to be a huge factor in their receiving game. Zach Ertz, I think he's a better tight end than Irv Smith or Johnny Munt. But put Irv and, and, and Munt's stats together, they're very similar. I like Minnesota's receiving game better. Justin Jefferson is still the best wide receiver on the field. K.J. Osborne hasn't performed or, or gotten the production I thought he would. Adam Thielen's starting to get more into a rhythm. I like the Vikings, although DeAndre Hopkins is back. You know, Rondale Moore is a guy you've got you to pay attention to as well. And he had that big, I think it was like 75-yard touchdown right before halftime. Against us. You know, and A.J. Green, I think he's 64 now, and he's, uh, he, he plays about 15 snaps a game with a, with a walker. He's still on the Cardinals. I still like the Vikings receivers, though. I'm, I'm giving check marks to the Vikings here. A.J. Green? Come on, dude. I think when he broke into the NFL, <laughs> the Cincinnati, Chris Collinsworth was still playing. And Kenny Anderson. And Kenny oh, Anderson. Man. I know. He's been forever. He's been a league forever. But, yeah, I'm giving my check mark to the Vikings here. It's
2: like you're reading my notes, Ted. I mean, uh, Kyler Murray threw 29 passes against the Saints, and half of them were to Hopkins. Yeah. He's going to Hopkins because he trusts him more than anybody else in that team. That's going to be the difference of their offense, and the Vikings, if they're smart, will know that, and bet that'll be the first thing to take away. Yep. But uh, the Cardinals' running backs are very active in the pass game. But I give the Vikings a check mark on the receivers based on one thing: if Andy Dalton can go thirty for forty-seven for three hundred and sixty yards and four touchdowns, yeah, with a depleted wide receiver group, it should be a field day out there. I like the Vikings overall as a group. I like their receivers better than. Even though they have, you know, Hopkins and Rondell Moore are, can beat you and then take you to the house any play, mm-hmm. there's more weapons to cover on the Vikings, which, which will give them the edge as receivers.
1: All right, offensive line. If you look at the Cardinals' offensive line, I, I'm just not really impressed. Banged up, Ted, banged up. Their best guy is probably Kelvin Beachum, Maybe DJ Humphreys, I don't know, but their interior offensive line isn't all that great. The Vikings offensive line has become a strength. I mean, for so many years, it's been a liability, and it's finally a strength for this team, and it's so good to see. I like how this offensive line is coming together. I I like the way Garrett Bradbury's playing. Ed Ingram's still inconsistent, but as a rookie, I I think he's shown flashes and has strung together some good series in a row. Last week against Miami, they all stunk. I mean, they were all terrible. Yeah. Their performance two weeks ago against Miami reminded me of the Vikings special team performance the week before. I mean, and, and like, look, if everybody is going to stink, get it all out of your system at once. And I, I like to think that's going to happen. I'm going to give the Vikings, I, I think they got a fairly significant advantage here. I think so, too. I am
2: giving my check mark to the Vikings also. The Dolphins game was kind of, you know, gave up three sacks, looked really iffy at a lot of times, but uh, the Vikings are 100% healthy up there, Ted. Yeah. Cardinals were down Rodney Hudson last game, their center. Big pickup free agency from the Raiders. And they were also down that Justin Pugh guy, a guard. Yeah. And I think Billy Price, their third-string guy, was, was playing. Vikings are healthier. They're at home. False starts are going to go on Arizona. And I give the check mark to the Vikings offensive line.
1: What do you got for the defensive line? I
2: mean, you go, Vikings are a lot better against the run, Ted. Beginning of the season, first couple of weeks, yes. they were 30th.
1: Yes.
0: 30th.
2: They rank now. They're sitting right now at 14th in the NFL, allowing 112 yards a game, which is a step up, a big step up. Vikings getting better at their weak areas. Who'd have thought? What a concept (laughs) that is. How does that happen? Somebody call Mike Zimmern. Let him know. They're still pretty dangerous with Zach Allen at right defensive end and Watt. Watt can still be dangerous, even though he's hurt all the time. The starting defensive line for the Cardinals against the Saints, Ted, they were only in on six tackles total. I think to a man, Tomlinson, Bullard, Phillips, uh, Jonathan Bullard, and Phillips are a better group. I expect the Vikings to continue with the good play. I am giving the check mark
1: for the defensive line to the Vikings. Both play the 3-4, so it's really even if you can match this up pretty evenly. Yeah, I'm giving it to the Vikings. You know, the Cardinals are sixth in rushing yards per game, Vikes 14th. J.J. Watt, you know, I'm surprised in, in Arizona they don't have like a, a safe J.J. on their water tower somewhere like they had safe Ferris in the movie. I mean cuz the guy's hurt all the time. He is hurt a lot. I mean, he looks like RoboCop when he goes out there. He's got all the braces and the on yeah. uh, the elbow, but whatever. He does. He's got Yeah. I'm going to give it to the Vikings. The Vikings, like you said, collectively, I think they're they're really starting to gel and get better. And then that also kind of rolls right into the the linebackers too, which we're rolling into now with the Vikings. They've got Cedarius Smith and, and Daniel Hunter are are really starting to pick it up. Smith I think had two or three sacks against Miami a couple of weeks back. They had six sacks overall. It seemed like they turned a corner a little bit. I mean, they were on the field a lot. They gave up a lot of yards, but man, they they made big plays when they had to in large part due to Cedarius Smith and and Daniel Hunter. Jordan Hicks and Eric Kendricks are just kind of kind of uneven. They they're okay. I mean, sometimes they'll make great plays and sometimes they they're just kind of getting washed out. but when you when you compare that to the guys over in Arizona side, I, I'd, I'd say Dennis Gardek's probably their best linebacker. Maybe Marcus Golden, but their interior guys don't impress me at all. I'm going to give the check to the Vikings here. The more I research this, watch some tape, which I didn't, but I'm saying it to make myself
2: look good. I think the, the big advantage to the Vikings with the linebacking unit, I think there's quality talent for the Vikings. The Vikings are getting better at linebacker. And mm-hmm. stopping the run, they have a lot to do with that, along with the defensive line. But I, I think... The Darius Smith, huge breakout game. You got Jordan Hicks going against his old team. Yeah, that'll be an incentive for him, sure. There's always a little motivation with that, right, Ted? hmm And then you have Eric Kendricks. Let's be honest. I mean, no matter what Eric Kendricks does, he's a great leader to have out there. Yes, yeah, I feel better much. as a fan when he's playing. I don't understand over the last two years a lot of shows are ripping him saying his game's played out or whatever. I don't see it. I think he's a really solid player still. And okay. he's like I said, he's like a coach on the field. Now, I know Zayvon Collins, really good linebacker. And Isaiah Simmons, tremendous linebacker for the Cardinals. They're no slouches. But as a group, I think the Vikings have a big advantage linebackers. They are getting my chip mark.
1: I do too. The secondary. We should probably just re-roll our, our Miami <laughs> secondary comparison because the Cardinals secondary isn't very good either. Very similar, Ted. I thought Kirk Cousins would have a really good day against the Dolphins, he did not. The Vikings secondary gave up a lot of yards, but they got a couple of really big interceptions. The Vikings secondary is becoming more opportunistic, I think. Yes. Um, I think they're fifth in the NFL in, in turnovers at plus four, plus five. You know, the Vikes are 28th in yards given up. Cardinals are 25th, but the Vikings don't give up a lot of points. Patrick Peterson is finally coming on. I think he's He's had a couple good games right in a row. I think they're going to probably match him up on DeAndre Hopkins. That's going to be very interesting to watch. I think that's going to be the key matchup on Sunday. And then Patrick Peterson going against his former team as well again. I'm going to give my checkmark to the Vikings here a little bit. Barely. Not much, but to the Vikings. Both defensive secondary struggle. The Vikings are
2: 28th against the pass, and the Cardinals are, what, 22nd? But there's quite a bit of difference at the cornerback position. And let me read these off. You know I'm not a big PFF fan, but I went to PFF to look up this information. Mm-hmm. Let me just throw some numbers at you real quick. Patrick Peterson is 20th of 109 corners. Dantzler is 35th of 109. Byron Murphy is 59th out of 109. And Marco Wilson is 101st out of 109. Woo! Figure that Byron Murphy is going to be on Jefferson unless they roll over a safety and double team him. I would think so. And I know Buda Baker is probably one of the best safeties in the league. I love that guy. But overall, as a group, I think the Vikings secondary
1: will do better. They got a tougher task facing our weapons than we do with them. Red zone. Drew, I, I got a stat for you. The Minnesota Vikings defense, 32nd in the NFL in red zone efficiency. They give up a touchdown 80% of the time, an opponent gets down there. Now they don't get down there. I mean, the the Vikings are pretty good about keeping teams just outside the red zones. A lot of drive stall between the 20 and 30. Right, I mean, they're they're playing this bend but don't break. You know, you look at the yards the Vikings have given up, which is a lot, but then you look at the points they've given up, and they're I think they're 11th or 12th in the NFL in points per game. So the one stat that matters more than anything else, the Vikings defense is pretty good at. But the red zone, the Vikings red zone offense is pretty good. When they get down, they're getting pretty good job of getting the end zone. But Cardinals are more balanced. I'm going to give the red zone check to to Arizona.
2: I am giving my check mark to the Cardinals. You're. Ex- Absolutely right about Ben, but don't break. The Vikings are still averaging under 20 points allowed, but this explains it. Miami Dolphins, 458 total yards, and 16 points. (laughs) When you're giving up 458, you're giving up almost 30 points. So I don't know how they're doing this. 458, transferring to 16 points, making the crucial plays when you have to.
1: Yeah, you know, and they were fortunate that one drive, I think it was early in the game. I think Miami had five penalties called on them on that first or second drive in one one play they got down to like the two that was neutralized for a holding call or offensive pass interference or whatever it was so I mean they've been fortunate a couple of times but but for the most part when the Vikings defense has to make a stop they do I mean I, I wish they do it earlier because you know it, it just put the Vikings offense in a, in a longer field position and, and all that kind of stuff but but man I mean when it when it gets right down to brass tacks, they're doing a pretty good job of keep, keeping teams out of the end zone. Check mark to the Cardinals on that. Special
2: teams. This might be the most impressive group of the Vikings in 2022, if you ask me. But I will
1: admit, Ted, Greg Joseph has me a little scared. And Matt Prater's been pretty much, I mean, the guy never seems to miss against the Vikings. I mean, he's he gone. Oh, that's right, he is, isn't he? They got Rodrigo Blankenship. That's right, they the got glasses. Rodrigo Blankenship because, yeah, Prater got
2: hurt, didn't he? They got problems at kicker, Ted. Yeah, they, just they got, do. They just brought in Rodrigo last game. Rodrigo, they have got a lot of blankenship. The Cardinals are ranked 24th on special teams overall. Vikings are 12th. Checkmark, Vikings.
1: Yeah, I, I'm going to give the checkmark to the Vikings as well. Joseph bugs me. Ryan Wright does not, though. I mean, he, he, hit, he hit that... What, 75 yard punt against the Dolphins? Jalen Rieger has solidified punt return. Kane Wang was a pretty decent kick returner. Coverage units are pretty good. If, if Joseph can get untracked, yeah, Viking special. Coaching. All right. I don't trust dudes that have K for their first letter of their first name and K the first letter for their last name. That's just, I have, no. I don't trust Cliff Kingsbury. You know, Cliff Kingsbury, I think, was a guy in high school that was like Ferris Bueller, managed to get out of everything. He was just able to sweet talk his way out of everything. And you know what? He can't sweet talk his way out of 27, 28, and one and a three and four start. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how he's not on the hot seat. I mean, I know he took the Cardinals to playoffs last year. He didn't even have a winning record at Texas Tech when they hired him, did he? No, he lost with Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech. How he got hired into the NFL, I don't know. He
2: always has that look on his face like he's he's just like faking it. Like he's trying to look like a head coach and he doesn't know what he's doing. That's what it looks like. Yeah,
1: he makes like really questionable decisions on stuff and I, I don't get it. And then Kevin O'Connell has only coached six games, but let me give you this statistic. He can lead the NFL score in scoring in the final four minutes before halftime. And the Vikings were atrocious going into the half and coming out of the half. They also are fifth in the NFL in scoring in the fourth quarter. So although the Vikings may struggle at times, when it comes right down to it and you need to make plays, Kevin O'Connell's better than anybody else in the NFL. Those crucial moments of the game where it where the game is going to be won or lost if you haven't done something stupid the first 35 minutes of the game. Kevin O'Connell's a guy that has kind of got that part of the game figured out. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the check to Kevin O'Connell. O'Connell seems to be coaching with more confidence. And I'm telling you, there's a disconnect between Kyler Murray and
2: Double K, Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. We you know what that's like, Ted, don't we? Oh. That doesn't end well, does it? No. You can't just not give O'Connell the check because he's a rookie coach. I think he's a better football coach than Cliff Kingsbury is. All right.
1: Intangibles. There we go. Vikings are coming off a of bye. Yeah. Uh, they won going into the bye. I think it's important to win going in and coming out of the bye. Denny Green was one of the best ever at doing that. I think if you want to be successful, you have to be successful in that part of your game. They've got the home crowd. They've been on throw. They had that tough game at Miami. Cardinals had a a pretty good win, and they've had some time off. But when you look at the way things are going, the Vikings are are healthy. I just kind of like the vibe the Vikings have. I'm giving my intangibles check to the Minnesota Vikings on this one. I'm giving it to them, too. They're a healthier team. Big intangible has to be Kyler Murray. You know,
2: everything he's got going for him in terms of that. But you also have the frustration.
1: Yep. He has a
2: tendency to get frustrated quicker than most quarterbacks.
1: And how tired will he be after staying up all night playing Call of Duty?
2: Tired. He'll be just completely gassed. (laughs) You are correct, Ted. But if he gets stressed out, he can make some mistakes like Stafford used to against us. Yeah. Get stressed out and make some mistakes. Vikings get the mark on the intangibles for me.
1: So that takes us to our our prediction segment. Drew, how do you see this game playing out? Woo! This is crazy, Ted. The Vikings have struggled against mobile quarterbacks this season. They have.
2: Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, and this guy they're playing Sunday is probably better than both of them. Yes. So this will be the ultimate test for the mobile quarterback. Now, what have they learned from playing against Hurts? What have they learned from playing against Fields? And What can they apply those two experiences into playing with Murray. That is a big part of the game. That and the Hopkins control, to try to control Hopkins. The Vikings have targeted their running backs 32 times up to this point in the season, okay, with 23 receptions. The Cardinals have targeted their running backs 51 times with 37 receptions. That's quite a big difference. Mm -hmm. I think the Vikings better be ready for the screen pass screen game because it's coming at them. They love to use the running backs in the past game. Vikings defense had six sacks against Miami. Their front seven was on fire against Miami. So if they can bring that to the table, I think that'll be the difference of the game. I got the Vikings in about four to five points better. I got them like
1: 31-27. I had it around 27-21, 27-24. I think the Vikings are going to win. I think it's kind of going to kind of go the way the Vikings games have. I think they're going to get kind of a 10 13-point lead. Kyler Murray's going to make some plays that are going to get right back in it, and, and it's going to come down to, you know, a crucial handful of plays you talk about every week. And I just think the Vikings are are more disciplined this year. They don't commit very many penalties, and the Vikings don't do a lot to beat themselves. And the Cardinals have done that this year. They they have been kind of an undisciplined football team. They've made some dumb mistakes at dumb times. So I, I think that's going to be the difference in the game, and I, so that's why I think the Vikings are going to win. Uh, uh. We gotta win this game. So that'll do it for our preview segment. We'll take a quick break, come back with Drewster's Millions and Trivia, and then we'll wrap the show up. (coughs) I'm not sure what it is. (laughs) I guess I'll be okay. Mm -hmm. I'm calling the studio, Matthew. You're not shooting today. No. People are depending on me. Movies bring so much joy. Stop, it's done. Just get some rest. Diva. He bought it. How can I handle work on a day like today? One of the worst
2: performances of my career, and he never doubted it for a second. Hi, can I get my CRV brought up, please? I've got a lot to do today. Roderick. Roderick. You have excellent taste in automobiles. Life is packed with things you have to do. But sometimes you gotta live a little.
1: Calm yourself, woman. (laughs) You sound awful. resist look I don't know what to tell you he's sick actors get sick sometimes thanks
0: have a good night
1: said it before and I'll
2: say it again life moves pretty fast if you don't stop and look around once in a while you could miss it get going in the all-new CRV
1: from Honda. everybody welcome back we've got drooster's millions then trivia so i had a pretty good week last week you did have a good week ted you won a hundred bucks i went big on on the ohio state overrunner the overrunner was 50.5 and i said ohio state would hit the over on their own ohio state That's really good.
2: squeaked by with a victory there
1: 54 10 squeakers, what that did. <laughs> all right so this week double dually week for me so what, well, why don't you explain it? What's a double dually week, Drew? Double dually week is anything that you
2: bet gets doubled. Even your bonus picks. All your bets, if you bet 50 and you win, you get 100. If you bet 20 and win, you get 40. It's a double dually week. It's double down week. We do it every four weeks here at Drewster's Millions.
1: This is the week you lay it on the line and go hard, Chad. That's what she said. You go. <laughs> How much money do I have to play with this week now? Three hundred and thirty dollars, man. Three hundred and thirty dollars. OK, so, so this could be the week that really puts you over the top. All right. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to bet all five games. 50, 150. I'm going to bet at least 50 bucks on each game. OK, so I got Patriots and Jets. Pick them. I'm going to pick the Patriots and I'm going 50 bucks. Got it. Forty Niners at Rams over under forty one point five. Both these offenses stink. Now, neither one of them been putting up a lot of points. I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna hit the over and I'm gonna go sixty dollars on that. Okay. Steelers at Eagles, the Eagles are ten and a half point favorites at home, undefeated. Steelers are a mess. I'm gonna pick the Eagles to cover. Okay. And I'm going 50 bucks. Dolphins at Lions, over unders 50.5. You know, I had a lot of faith in the Lions offense first three or four weeks of the season. They've been kind of terrible. I'm gonna hit the under on that and I'm gonna go fifty bucks. Okay. Raiders at Saints. Raiders are two and a half on the fit point favorites on the road in New Orleans. Saints are terrible. God, either Andy Dalton. It doesn't matter. I'm picking the Raiders to, to cover, and I'm going to go 100 bucks on that one. I'm dropping a hundo. A hundo fake dollars. <laughs> so here we go. I'm, I'm betting almost all my remaining cash, just about. What about your prop bet? Yeah, so your prop bet is, it's $50 prop bet. It's free money for me. I don't, it's, that doesn't come out of my pool. The Vikings have yet to hit 30 total points on offense. Will this be the week? I'm going to go over. Yeah, I'm going to go over. I think with the week off and, uh, and the Cardinals are a bad defense. Yes, they are. I, uh, they're going to go over. All righty. So that's Drewster's Millions for the week. We'll see how it goes. We'll report back next week. And now... It's time for my favorite segment of this entire show.
0: Toonses! Welcome to Toonses Trivia. How are you guys doing?
1: Toonses, how are you? I'm
0: good. Tired for an all- from an all-nighter, are you?
1: <laughs> what? Sorry.
0: I'm stupid.
2: i lot of not. Cat- a lot of catnip here, at Bunting Manor. Let me tell you.
0: <laughs> This week, we have Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Corey Stringer category, and picture puzzles of Arizona Cardinals. Excellent. love the picture puzzles. You guys are Team Ferris, and I am Team Rooney, trying to bust you. <laughs> All right, so, we'll start with Ferris Bueller's Day Off. These are questions about the movie. Number All right. 100. Ferris' sister's name was Jeannie, but according to her, her friends called her what? Oh.
2: Oh, man. Oh, dude. Drawing a blank, Ted. I need your help on this one. I, I can't remember.
0: Team Rooney.
1: <laughs> I don't know. What is it?
0: Shauna. Stupid. <laughs> That's what you told Charlie Sheen anyway.
1: All right, for 200.
0: <laughs> where was Ferris reported to have passed out last night?
1: Oh,
2: man. <laughs> passed out at the a um, uh, Baskin Robbins. Yes. 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 yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Good job, Brewster. Well done.
0: Okay, for 300 complete this line. Wake up and smell the coffee, Miss Bueller. It's a fool's paradise. He's just leading you.
1: I believe it's down the
0: Primrose
1: Path, but wow.
0: I'm not sure. Oh yes! <laughs> <laughs> good job. That's almost as good as Marty McDowell last week. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Excellent job, Ted. Thank you. I didn't think you guys were going to get that one. All right, What's so- the store, Shut up. Alright, so the Corey Stringer. <laughs> <laughs> the Corey Stringer category. This is in honor of Corey Stringer for a hundred. This player went to the NFL draft in Prada boots and a string of pearls. What? Mariah Carey. Uh Sauce Gardner. I don't know. I don't know who it is. Seriously, Ted?
1: I was kidding. It
0: was Sauce Gardner. Pick no, pick it's, somebody. It's Ted. your guy, bro. Oh, it is. It's Ohio State. Is it really? really? That is Garrett Wilson. Come on, Tim. did he really? <laughs> yes, oh. he did. I didn't watch any of that pre
1: the the pre show red carpet crap. I I hate all that stuff. Team Rooney got a
0: point. All right, for two hundred, this football appetizer is made from what? String cheese. <laughs> 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 I thought I might, oops, I got myself <laughs> points there. I, th- I thought I might catch you guys off guard on that one. All right. For 300, Jimmy Garoppolo's date with adult star Kiara Mia created what nickname? Jimmy
2: Handsome. Um,
1: No, something string. Oh, string. Um, uh, G-string. Close. Yeah, something like that. Put
0: it together. G-string, Jimmy. Jimmy, G-string. It was Jimmy, (laughs) G-string. Good job. Oh, Jimmy. I cannot win, but still, I know you guys like this category. These are all current Arizona Cardinal players. (laughs) Okay, 400. It's already funny. Jimmy light bulb. J- oh, JJ, what? <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> <laughs> early yes good job all right thank you guys for playing we will see you next week oh thank you (laughs) oh
1: that's great god okay so that'll about do it episode 77 is in the books and and we can't mention episode 77 without mentioning a guy that's always in our thoughts at some point is Corey stringer the late great right tackle for the minnesota vikings and I'm gonna say he, he was an all-American Ohio State. He was a great player in both places. He was. Tragically died in train camp in two thousand and one. Rest in peace, big man. You were you were a hell of a right tackle. Big K. He was. He was dominant. He he destroyed Michigan when he played him too. And just an all-around, just a gentle giant, just a great, great dude. That'll do it for episode 77. Drew, thanks so much. You, you make me smarter every week with your football knowledge. You're going to school me on your betting knowledge starting next week, I'm sure. So I look forward to that. <laughs> Ruby, thanks so much for your production. The, the hours and hours and hours you put into this show would not be what it is with, without you. And, and most importantly, thanks to those of you that are, are watching and listening and, and subscribing and commenting. Can't tell you how much that means to all three of us. Really glad you like it and uh, hope you stick around because we plan to be around for a while, don't we, Drew? Yes, we do. Yes, we do, Ted. But we are not going to be around for much longer for this show because it's about time to get out of here. We'll try to do better the next time Drew take us home, my friend.
2: Ted Glover coming to us live on the road. I mean, the guy goes on the road on vacation. He's still cutting a show. Hats off to Ted Glover tonight. Thank you, Ted. Tootsies, be nothing without you. Thank you for all the work that you do. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into our show and supporting our show. Like and subscribe if you can. And you can join us live. We'll be live after the Vikings-Cardinals game this Sunday. Me and Ted Ted Glover and Chris Gates and Toonses, we will be doing our live show Vikings Report Rewind after the Cardinals game. We'll let you know everything that's going on with that. We might be giving away a couple things, Ted Glover. I'm sure we will. We like to
1: give away things! Yes, we do. <laughs> and it's not anything you'll have to see the doctor for, by the way. <laughs> Vikings
2: are five and one. You are five and one as a fan. Celebrate your football. Celebrate your Vikings victory. Let's, let's get to six and one and really put pressure on the NFC North. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. That's all I have for tonight. So say
1: goodnight, Ted. Good night, Ted.
2: Bump, bump.